WBEZ education reporter Sarah Karp is here. She talked to leaders at Jewish and Muslim schools as some of them are tightening their security right now. And it comes as misinformation and hateful rhetoric continues to rise in the wake of the Israel-Hamas war. Sarah, welcome to Reset. Hi, how are you doing? Doing good. Thank you so much for taking the time to check in. I know you've been busy on the phone making visits, um, but you, you did talk with folks at Muslim and Jewish schools, and I can imagine things are just tense right now. That's exactly how they describe it, that um, especially, you know, parents are very worried on, you know, on Friday there was sort of a general threat against um, Jewish people. Um, you know, whether that threat was real or not, I don't know. I don't want to get into that, but at least it was out there. And, you know, so there's a lot of Jewish um, day schools and even some suburb suburban schools that have lots of um, Jewish students in them that were taking um, extra precautions, sending notes to parents saying, you know, um, we're, we're looking out for this. We have, you know, more security on hand. So that, that was definitely true. And then, um, you know, also um, Islamic uh, day schools in the area, um, you know, also we're, we're on a soft lockdown for the last, you know, week and a half ever since the Israeli um, Hamas war started. So since October 7th. Right, yeah. right. You, uh, you talked with a principal at a Muslim day school. What steps uh, did they tell you that they're taking to try to protect their students? So, you know, what was interesting was she was saying that there's really a balance that they're trying to strike because on one hand, they want to keep the students' schedules the same. They don't want for the, the, the students to feel, um, to feel afraid. However, they are, you know, locking the exterior doors, you know, making sure that people can't just um, get, get in. They, um, they have parent, the parents' um, groups, the Mother's Club and the Father's Club are doing extra patrols. In addition, they have security and um, they're out in Bridgeview and the, the village of Bridgeview, the police, they are providing extra security. So they're trying to say to the kids, you know, don't worry, you're safe, but also trying to do everything they can to, to make that come true. So. Yeah. And, and as you're talking there, I know something else that's that's on a lot of people's minds right now. I'm going to make that assumption uh, that folks are thinking about the Palestinian-American boy who was, was killed in Plainfield on Sunday and his mother, who is, you know, hospitalized still. Wadia Al-Fayoumi, he was six years old. So I, I want to listen to just a little bit of what Wadia's uncle, Yusuf Hanan, had to say about how we should remember Wadia. A happy boy. Uh, uh, he's open to life. He loved his, his, his soccer ball. He, 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 he loved his toys. He loved his school. He was happy, you know, learning. He was, he loved his mom. He's a smiling child. And Sarah, you're a mom. I'm a mom. Doesn't that sound to you like how we might describe our children? Yes. And in how? fact, when when you talked about the soccer ball, you know, it brings tears to me. Oh, for sure. You know, because... Yeah. Uh, my boys were always with their soccer balls. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the um, one of the Islamic day schools that I talked to shares a parking lot with the mosque that um, held the funeral for, for the, the little boy. And, you know, I was talking to the principal about how, how do you not have ki- the students in the school feel, you know, feel really affected by the fact that, that there's this little boy, you know, being memorialized mm-hmm. you know so close and that there's hundreds and hundreds of people and you know outside and and she said that you know that she just tries to tell them that 
you know, you're with us. We are um, we are Muslim. We are supporting each other. We we care about each other, and we're going to get through this as as a community. But you know, there's no hiding that 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 very much you know affected everybody in the school and all the kids. And I I don't think that 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 you can hide that from from the kids. And and so she she said it's just it's a hard conversation to have. But it was really hard on on Monday when that funeral was going on. Yeah. And my apologies, I, I misspoke. He was uh, tragically killed, uh, the little boy, on Saturday, not Sunday. Um, schools are on alert, we know, for more threats. There's also a lot of grief right now. You talk to the principal at the Universal School. That's a Muslim school in the southwest suburbs. Uh, let's listen. But first, tell us what uh, Amina Morar told you about how students are feeling. She said that, that they're feeling very afraid. And they're feeling like trying. They're asking questions about what is, what is happening, why it's happening, you know, what what position they they should have. But they also, you know, so many of the many many of her students are Palestinian, and um, they have family in you know in Palestine, you know, some in the Gaza Strip, but a lot in Palestine, and it just very. I mean, they're just very worried. I mean, it's like they're trying to protect the kids. They're trying to keep the kids focused and trying to get, keep the kids feeling safe. But there's this reality going on. And, uh, you know, a lot of the kids just feel it. They they feel it. And so they have grief counselors. They have, you know, they have people on hand to, to help the kids mm-hmm. process all this. Geez, let's hear from Amina herself about the anxieties that students and parents are facing. Dominantly Palestinian students here. We're across the street from the masjid and another school, so it feels like, you know, you're you're just a target. And we don't want our parents to feel that way. We want them to feel safe and secure. So tell us more about the resources that they're offering kids and, and teachers. Right, because well, that's the other thing she There's said. The teachers. The teachers are all feeling it, too. So, you know, she's like, we're trying to not have the kids feel our panic, but our panic is real. So... Um, you know, so, 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 so they have counselors on hand. So they're telling kids that they can talk to counselors and they're also, you know, they're praying every day and, um, and, you know, making sure that the, that the kids keep that because that's important. You know, one, one thing that was really interesting that she talked about is there is some comfort in the fact that they are in a school of all Muslim students and, that she's actually talked to some of the um, officials from nearby school districts that also serve um, large numbers of Muslim students and um, students from the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And, you it know, it feels like a safe space. Yes, that they feel like they have a safe space in that school. But in these other school districts, you know, the, the principals and the superintendents are really trying to figure out how do they make sure that, that their students feel safe, but also, you know, it's tense because not everybody has the same, you know, opinions on what's going on. So, and, and the Jewish day school doing the same, taking the same precautions, offering counselors. They are. And I, I, so I, I went over to, um, they, they were having an event and basically they were, they were giving, um, the students an opportunity to write letters to, to soldiers and other people that they know in Israel. And, you know, and also they were making um, scarves for newly newly arriving migrants. And really the idea was like, 
a lot of the the kids feel like they have no um, power over what's going on and that you know they feel they feel like they really want to help but they don't know what to do so this was just some way to give them you know some some way to be to be helpful mm-hmm. um you know it's actually sort of interesting because talking to the rabbi there and um he has two sons that are serving in um in the Israeli army and but he he said that you know he's really trying to talk to the young people about the fact that they live in a diverse city and that you know not to see all palestinians as as bad to to realize that this is you know a, a particular you know conflict but but you know that that we live in a, a we live in chicago and that you know to see other people as as other people and humans and and so that that was that was also interesting because you know you also have to imagine that everybody all these kids are going out into the world and you know all the and and the stress and the terror that they might feel for their own families, they they also have to go out and, and interact with everybody else. So yeah, and you actually went to an event for for students at uh, Akiba Schechter, right, 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 which is right. the uh, the the Jewish day school, right, right. What was that like? Well, I mean, the kids were very reflective. Um, they were cute because they were writing letters like to soldiers, and a lot of them were like writing jokes that they came up with to soldiers. And you know, they're like, "Well, we want to cheer them up, you know, and and we want to let the soldiers know that we're that they're not alone, that we're with them." And you know, a lot of the the people that they were writing letters to were students at this uh, day school, you know, not too long ago because the kids serving in you know, the Israeli army are, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old. So maybe just That's a few right. years ago. So, you know, the, a lot of them know these, these people where they were like their babysitters are over there. So, um, and their grandmothers and, you know, so the, there's, there's fear, but they were, but they were, you know, trying to be very hopeful and, and send, and send nice messages. Can you give us an idea on what you're reporting on next? Well, I think I'm going to keep, you know, trying to talk to some of um, to some of these schools. But I also the 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 one thing I want to do, and maybe this is a call if there's someone listening that has an in, I'd love to be able to go to um, a high school, and I'm thinking of a high school, maybe um, a public high school, maybe in like Oak Lawn or Evergreen Park or um, you know Bridgeview or maybe Skokie, where they have a, a large um, you know, Muslim population and, and maybe out in Skokie also a large Jewish population. And I'm just sort of interested as to what the conversations are and also how um, the teachers in the schools are helping the, the young people sort of process what's going on because it's a really hard thing to process, I think. Yeah. Well, that's WBEZ education reporter Sarah Karp. Thanks again for checking in with us. Thank you.